What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, it's International Spicy Tea Day. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Spicy Tea? That was my stage name when I pole danced. All right. That was all great. Right. You don't have these tickets. I'm drinking spice. I can top you. I'm drinking uh, cinnamon tea. Medicinal purposes it has. It lowers your blood sugar. How cool is that? That's wonderful. You know? I'm so glad you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. Like staying up till 4 in the morning to watch West Coast games. Well, like you do all the time. Gotta do that. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Sean McVay ponders his future. The NBA hits the halfway mark, and Booger McFarland joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with John Calipari and his Kentucky Wildcats being booed at home last night while losing to SEC doormat South Carolina. One fan held up a sign that read, please go to Texas. The fan and the sign were removed. But the preseason number four Wildcats are now 10 and 6, 1 and 3 in the SEC. Wilbon, Kentucky hasn't won an NCAA tournament game since 2019. Could you see this being Calipari's last season at Kentucky? I think I could, Tony, but more importantly than seeing it as his last year, I just sort of privately, well, it's not private anymore, so I'm saying it, I hope it's his last year. John Calipari, he can, with the transfer portal being what it is and how it reshapes college sports, both particularly football and basketball, others too, but particularly those. John Calipari, as great a coach as he is and as great a recruiter, an attractor of talent, John Calipari can be like a pop-up store. He can go any damn place in America. And he's a Northeastern guy largely. He can go set up shop anywhere and in one season be in the tournament and two, a threat to win the tournament. So John Calipari can walk on the floor in Lexington. He won't do this. I would do this. He can give people a double bird if he wants. He can say, I'll walk right out of here. I'll take half these kids with me. It'd be like Dion and only more because Calipari's done this at the highest college level. Dion may very well. Are you kidding me? And at Kentucky, where they go crazy over any little development, they can go crazy over seeing Cal and his pop-up store somewhere else. I've got to tell you that when I heard about this, I was stunned that they're booing John Calipari. I understand it's a basketball school. I understand they're rabid fans. I get big blue. I get all of that. You're booing a guy who won a national championship and went to three Final Fours. You're booing a guy who basically has stocked half the teams in the NBA with Kentucky players. Now, I understand that Cal is somewhat responsible for this because of the style that he has embraced in recruiting. Because he's nobody has embraced the one and done more than Cal. And he says to players all the time, he says to his recruits, my job is to get you ready for the NBA. So, Mike, consequentially, the recruits have no loyalty to the University of Kentucky, and the fans of Kentucky have no loyalty to people that are only going to be there for a year. There's a revolving door there. They're always reloading. I understand that. But you, you're booing this guy? Seriously. Really? You know what he should do? He should go to Texas. And he no, should go to Texas because in two years, wait a second, in two years they'll be back in the SEC and he can beat well, Kentucky at Kentucky. That's true. But I wouldn't go to Texas. John Calipari can go to some place where basketball only matters, where there's no football. He doesn't have to deal with football. He can go no, he can pick 
a campus and a pop-up store can appear the next day and six of the top 20 players in America, whether they're in college already or high school recruits, will come to play for Cal. Are you kidding me? This is what Kentucky pleased in Lexington. Oh, my God. All these fans at every great athletic school, they all overrate their own involvement and their own situation. Nebraska football for how many years now? Oh, let's fire a guy who goes nine and three because we're better than that. Maybe you're not. Kentucky, please. Sean McVay has not said whether he'll be moving on, but he's allowing his staff to. The Rams coach reportedly let his assistants search for other jobs without blocking them. Offensive coordinator Liam Cohen has already announced that he'll be returning to Kentucky in the same position there. Tone, McVay signed an extension last offseason through the 2026 season. What, if anything, should the Rams do and can they do anything about all of this? I love the disgust in your voice when you said Sean McVay. Yeah. I know where you are in this story. Yeah. Here's what should happen. The owner of the Rams, Stan Kroenke, should walk right down to McVay's office. He should close the door first, and he should ask this question. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> then he should lock the door, and he should say this, right? Because I wrote this down. You're not leaving this office until this thing is settled. I don't care if we go all night. And into the next morning, you either want to coach the Rams or you don't. But you need to let me know now because you signed a contract and you took our money. And if you want to leave, we want compensation. And if you want to play Hamlet, do it on your own time. This is amazing to me, this story. Sean McVay told his coaches they could leave. The team is in disarray. They won the Super Bowl 11 months ago and we're seeing them dissolve in front of our eyes and their coach is walking around as if he's in a daze. He's having a midlife crisis, Mike. He's only 36. What is this? This strikes me as sort of the coaching version of Kyrie Irving. I would walk in, and it'd be a real short conversation if I was Cronky. You in or you out? If you're in, get to work and call those assistants and keep as many of them as you can. If you, if you want to go, we, he may not get compensation, Tony. If he goes to a network and makes a couple of hundred million dollars... Get out. I'm not getting any compensation. No. Do what you want to do. But we're not going to just sit here and wait for you like sort of Aaron Rodgers, speaking of another player who might keep you strung out for a few months. We're not doing that. In or out. Make up your mind now. Real quick, you got about 24 hours. We agree. Because we're going to need another coach, and they should be looking for another That's coach right. already. They should be. That, no. Mike, I understand if people are antsy about their jobs. I understand when they say, have I settled in too soon? I understand if they think, should I be doing something else? I've been lucky. You've been lucky. We have loved what we've done. I've loved newspapers. I've loved radio. I've loved television. But even if I had doubts about whether to take another job, I would have these doubts privately. This has been so public. McVeigh could stop this in a minute, and he hasn't done it. In or out. I don't get it. In or out. I don't get it. Let's move on. The NBA has quietly reached the halfway point in its schedule. Every team but Sacramento has played at least 40 games, and most have played more. Wilbon, you follow this more closely than anyone in America. Which one team do you think you can count on? One team. One. Count on to do what? I mean, if you give me a full question, I'll give you an answer. But just count on to do what? To be be in the playoffs the 1st of May, which means you might have gone around. To win it all. To win it all? Win it all. 
Nobody. Not at all. Nobody. Okay. I'm not okay. counting anybody. Because this is what is really great about the league right now, Tony. And you know, most of the years you and I have watched this, which has been way too many decades to even say out loud. You know, you've got a couple of teams. You might have a third team and a real good year. you got a fourth team. Tony, there's four deep in the East at least, at least. And obviously you start with Boston. Boston and Milwaukee and Brooklyn if Kevin Durant is back and healthy. But oh, we're already talking about ifs. And maybe Cleveland, although they haven't had enough heartbreak yet. And in the West, Tony, there's a posse of teams. I don't even know who leads it. I think Memphis, but I can make the case for Denver, among others. I mean, LeBron has won five or six straight now, or five out of six. So there's a bunch of teams, Tony. There's ten teams out there that can contend and may be the answer to that question. It is not your father's NBA or even your NBA and my NBA to say it's only two or three teams. It isn't. So the difficulty I have with this question is this. Injuries in basketball are more important than in any other sport. Baseball is not maneuvered ever by injuries. The NFL is not maneuvered by injuries except occasionally to a specific quarterback. But then there's always a Cooper Rush who can come in and hold the fort for a while. If you ask me what team can I count on, my next question is, Who's going to be healthy in May and June? Because Steph Curry was just out. Durant is out. Booker is out. Zion is out. Anthony Davis is never in because he's always in street clothes. So I I don't – there's a lot of teams I like, but I don't know because that that league is more determined by injury than any other league. Tony, you're 100% right. And now you've got more – look at the range of people you mentioned and how many teams they're, they're representing. So you've got so many teams, and if those people are there, I, you know, New Orleans can be, with Zion healthy, the best team in the Western Conference. They can be that. doesn't mean they will be. Count on? I ain't counting anybody yet. Too early for that. Let's take a break. Coming up, Tua is out, and Lamar Jackson is all but. Where does that leave their teams this weekend? We will ask Booger McFarland. We'll also ask him whether he sees NFL potential in Stetson Bennett. Mike, at Kentucky, there are GoFundMe pages to buy Calipari out of his contract. Are these people crazy? Yeah. Where are you going to yeah. get a better coach than John Idiot. Calipari? What let, are they let doing? Let lose them. Let them. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. 
Let's dig into the NFL playoffs with our great friend from NFL Primetime and Monday Night Countdown. Today wearing a golf shirt from the Pelican Club in uh, Tampa. Clearwater, Booger said. Mr. Booger McFarland, the first question is long, and it asks you for your defensive knowledge. Tua has been ruled out, Booger, for the Dolphins. Lamar Jackson likely out for the Ravens. If you are a defensive player for either of these teams, for Miami or for Baltimore, what are you thinking right now? I better say my prayers. That's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> because it's, it's not the fact that the, the starter is out in Tua and Lamar. The backup may be out also when you start talking about Teddy Bridgewater and Tyler Huntley. So you may be on the third quarterback for Miami and Baltimore in Skylar Thompson and Anthony Brown. And as a defender... I know we are up the creek without a paddle, and we're going to have to cause some turnovers. We're going to have to score on defense. We're going to have to block a punt on special teams. The bottom line is Miami and both Baltimore, they will say the right things, guys. They will come out, and they, they're going to play hard because I know those two coaches are going to make their teams play hard. But let's be real. When you're down to your second quarterback, things are a little shaky. When you're on your third quarterback, come on, man. Like You really don't have a chance to win those ball games. But as a defender, you got to go out there and give it a shot. Another theme, Booger, which is sort of weird, is that all six wildcard games are rematches, and I'm wondering how much of what happened in the regular season game affects the postseason redo. Well, the outcome really doesn't matter, Mike, because we all know it's a different game. But I tell you what you can learn. If I have an individual matchup as a receiver and a cornerback, I can really know how fast that guy is going to be. If I'm a defensive lineman going against an offensive guard, on tape, you really don't know how strong that guy is. But when you go against him, you get a really, really good feel. So the outcome of the matchup really doesn't matter. But the individual one-on-one -on -one battles, you can learn a lot from those, and you can take those and know, you know what? In the first matchup, XYZ worked against him, or it didn't work. So now I need to do the same thing or I need to try something new. So you can always learn a little something when you go against a guy. Well, the top seeds going into this weekend, of course, are the Chiefs and Eagles. Tony and I, in an amazing show of agreement, are partial to the <laughs> Bengals and the Niners. Both of us got there already. Uh, Booger, what are you, what are you, how are you feeling? What are you seeing in this? You know, I, th that figures. You guys are front runners. You guys like the best teams, you know what I'm saying? So when you talk Bengals and Niners, to me, those are, those are the most complete teams, right? Bengals, offense, defense, special teams, quarterback, Niners, everything around Brock Purdy, that defense is the best defense in football. Now, the hottest teams going in, if you look at Kansas City, Buffalo, maybe you look at Philadelphia, like those teams to me could be the hottest teams going in. So in the end, guys, it's going to be a great NFL playoffs. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I will say. I think when you look at the quarterback position, I like to take the quarterback and tie it to the head coach. And if you get that combination, to me, that's the winning combination. That's why you look at Kansas City and Andy Reid. On the NFC side, it's a little bit tougher. Is it Dak? And Mike McCarthy, is it Kyle Shanahan and a rookie quarterback? To me, whichever combination can play the most mistake-free football, their team's going to have a great opportunity to win. Uh, we get you out of here, not on a pro question, but on a college question. You know, you're an SEC guy, so you're going to take care on Georgia. Let me read this. Uh, Stetson Bennett IV, who's about to get into the AARP because he's like 80 years old, he's had an unbelievably great college career. 
Booker's got two championships, and he has shown out in those games he has been great. What do you see in terms of pro potential for Stetson Bennett the fourth? Well, think about this. The, the, in the NFL this year, I think there have been almost 70 quarterbacks play. So, so there's a spot for Stetson Bennett in the NFL. I think he's a guy who's shown you he's a hard worker. Think about this, Tony. He was probably delivering your mail years ago. That's why they call him the mailman. Like, he was working for FedEx. <laughs> Understand that. He goes from FedEx to walking on to now he's winning national championships. So to think about that. Think about the perseverance that it takes to do that. Think about the mental toughness it takes to do that, all while knowing that ultimately you want to fulfill your dream of playing quarterback for the University of Georgia. To me, that's mental toughness. That's a young man that's driven. And if he sets his mind to playing in the NFL, there's no doubt in my mind he'll play because there's a spot. Doesn't mean he's going to be an all-pro. Doesn't mean he's going to be a Pro Bowl player. But we've seen guys, you're going to see guys this weekend, guys that are third-string guys, they're going to get their opportunity to play in playoff football. So, yeah, there's a spot for Stetson Bennett. Thank you so much, Booger, Booger as it. always. Thank you. Anytime, fellas. Let's take one last break still to come. Carlos Correa finds out whether he finally passes a physical. And Naomi Osaka makes a big announcement about her 2023 season and about her life, quite frankly. Tony, yeah. Pelican and Pelican Hill are not the same place. No, they're different. Pelican I know. Hill Pelican is Hills. Newport Beach, Newport Coast. That's where you play. Yes. That's where Kobe used to play. And you told me about- Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Happy time, people. Happy 71st birthday, Ben Crenshaw. Crenshaw twice won the Masters in 1984 and 1995. He had 19 victories on the PGA Tour. He was celebrated as a great putter. Crenshaw played on Ryder Cup teams in 1981, 83, 87, and 1995, but he may be better remembered as the U.S. captain in 1999 when the U.S. team came back from being down 10-6, entering the singles matches on Sunday, and won the cup at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts. For some time now, Crenshaw and his partner Bill Corr have been designing golf courses. They did Sand Hills in Nebraska and Stream Song in Florida. They renovated Pinehurst No. 2, a U.S. Open course. I have played to Chessie Creek in South Carolina that they did 
Wilbon, have you played Talking Stick in Scottsdale? Many times, Tony. That'll lead me to say this, spending a chunk of my time in a golf community, Scottsdale. It's amazing how many times you hear young golfers, some professionals, some not, talk about Ben Crenshaw's mentorship. And it speaks to his influence and how much they listen. And he is like a Pied Piper, has influenced such, really? So, oh yeah, so many young golfers all over the place, absolutely. I didn't know that, I didn't. Happy anniversary, Josh McDaniels. On this day, 14 years ago, the Broncos hired the Patriots 32-year-old offensive coordinator to succeed Mike Shanahan as head coach. McDaniels started out 6-0, but the Broncos faded to 8-8, and and the next year, McDaniels was fired at 3-9. McDaniels went back to the Patriots, where he has six rings and 14 seasons as offensive coordinator. This season, McDaniels became a head coach again, taking over the Raiders after they declined to sign Rich Passaccia, who took the team to the playoffs after John Gruden left. McDaniels was 6-11, and and by the end of the season, he had basically fired Derek Carr. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo or Tom Brady will mm. reunite with their old OC. Mm. Tony, it just underscores it is possible you can be a really terrific coach, a football coach, a lifer, an important coach, but it doesn't necessarily mean you can be a head coach successfully yeah. in that league. It's hard. Happy trails to last night's game on the first possession for Armando Baycott. North Carolina's best player left the game with a left ankle injury, little more than a minute in, and later left the arena on crutches. Virginia then beat North Carolina 65 to 58, leaving the Tar Heels at 11 and 6 on the season, 3 and 3 in the ACC. Baycott was leading the ACC in scoring at 18.8 a game and in rebounding at 11.2, and he had scored 20 or more in the last five games. After reaching the national final last year and losing to Kansas, North Carolina was this year's preseason number one, but they have fallen into the others receiving votes category. The good news is that Baycott's x-rays came back negative today. Yeah, Tony, that, that is really good news. There's time for North Carolina, for Baycott and Hubert Davis in North Carolina to figure it out and get on some kind of run. I watched that game last night. Virginia, they're, they're, they're in the mix again. I think they're ranked 13th now, and they got a formidable team once again. So you know what's interesting? You talk about the NBA being a jumble. College basketball is a jumble Total. this year. Total jumble. There's it no is. sense. That's fun. Yeah, I, could give you, I could give you three teams and you give me the field, and I don't know which way to make that bet. I agree with you. Think that because there fun. appears to be no great team whatsoever. Really, it's like going. Let's go to the everywhere. DeMar Hamlin, discharged from the hospital in Buffalo. He's now back home. Your thoughts? Back home means you think he may be in attendance, just attendance, this weekend at a certain playoff game in Buffalo. Maybe, if not this week, the next week, maybe. Just glad he's improving. Carlos Correa passes physical with the Twins, and the deal and maybe the drama is done for now. You relieved? There's no way he wasn't going to pass that physical. If his arm was hanging out of its socket, the Twins were going to pass him. And at some point, Hamlin is going to say, I want to play. Let's see what happens there. Christian Pulisic reportedly out two months for Chelsea because of a knee injury. Is that a big deal? Chelsea's had an injury-riddled season. I was going to go April 1 to Chelsea to see a game and hopefully to see Pulisic. And now, up in the air, I don't know. Ricky Rubio is hoping to return to the Oh, if he knows you're going to come, he'll get better. A, A year, tomorrow night, a year out after torn ACL. Is that significant for the Cavs? 
Really like Ricky Rubio. He's a great passer. Donovan Mitchell will love him. Last one, Naomi Osaka says she's pregnant. Plans to return the 2024 Australian Open. Your reaction? I don't care to project that. Enjoy motherhood. Congratulations to Naomi Osaka. Good for her. We are out of time, and we will try and do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, your sports. Don't fund me?